Hey everybody, welcome to a, another episode of Brilliantly Uninformed. My name is Steven Reinman, and I am joined as always by my co-host, Mike Lavery. What's going on, Mike? I'll tell you what's going on, Steven. Uh, you may or may not know this about me, but I am a soul man. I, I love sneakers. I had custom-made sneakers made for my wedding and stuff like that. Um, and Nike just released these new hand-free sneakers um they're called fly uh flyies uh yeah nike go flyies and they are hands-free with having in mind um people with disabilities able to wear sneakers where you know not all of them have the access to bend down tie sneakers put them on like you know with all the hundreds of different types of disabilities some people can't more or less put on sneakers Mm -hmm. and on one of the mutual pages that we're on, somebody posted sneakers for the 90s. And I think those were like the worst sneakers. That's like the worst era of sneakers I can remember. The ones that were all like, they look like spaceships and stuff. <laughs> and these Flyease ones, they kind of look strange. But actually, I really like how they look. They, I, I mean, they're expensive. They're $200. And I like wish I could afford them just so I could like support this cause because i i think it's really cool obviously they're they every business does stuff with sales in mind um so i i hope that it's successful enough that they keep doing lines like these that have different people in mind that don't necessarily isn't necessarily in their market i guess yeah have you seen these sneakers no not at all well first off i'm not i'm not into sneakers at all i have I have like three pairs of shoes that I wear just on the right. Reg- I have a pair of work boots. I have a pair of regular boots and then I have flip-flops. So it's, <laughs> there's not a lot of variety. I can't even wear flip-flops. I, I like don't know how to walk in them. I don't know what's wrong with me. I haven't, I've never <laughs> been a flip-flop guy until I got married, like moved into my house, went straight dad mode. And I was like, all right, if I'm out there grilling, I don't want to have to put on my, mm-hmm. my high tops or whatever like yeah i have basketball shoes but i don't want to have to put on socks and shoes and all that i just want to put some flip-flops on and hang out in the backyard so these ones when someone's wearing them they they just look like a you know low top nike sneaker with it has like a very uh unique color palette and stuff but when you're not there's a when you're not wearing them they kind of fold up so think almost like a reverse bear trap like if you when you step in the middle the okay. shoe lays down flat. So when you put pressure on it, the shoe flattens out and fits around your foot. Like it, it peaks in the middle, like kind of bends up. Yeah, yeah. And there's a band, there's a band around the back. So when you step on it, it like fits in. That's so cool. I think they're really cool. But did you happen to see the the post about the '90s shoes? No, um, I I saw the the Darius Baisley shoes, the the dad lawn cutting shoes. I saw those that Brett posted, but I. I kind of just scroll past whenever I shoot when I see shoes because, like I said, it's not something that I'm into. I've never, I've never cared. I didn't know those Darius Beasley ones. I I just pulled it up and I can't tell which ones are actually his. The, Some of them they're the awful. new they're the New Balance ones that. Oh, look, so yeah. I had a friend that worked at New Balance and he would give me like New Balance shoes and I always thought New Balance were the worst like design like looking shoe. Yeah, they are. Um, but these ones for New Balance look good i i still it's like you're comparing new balance is like uh 
you know, this is like a Toyota Camry, like when we're talking about like sports cars, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but I, I think for New Balance, these are some of the more impressive ones I've seen. But that's not saying a lot. Right. <laughs> yeah. No. So so, back to these these uh, what do they fly fly easies? Yep. Okay. So do you my my main question like the first thing that I have to ask is do you have to wear socks with them? Like, are your feet going to be funky if you don't wear socks? You know, I don't. I don't know because I never wear shoes without socks. They right. look like they're soft inside, but I I don't know. Because nothing is nastier than that smell of if someone wears shoes that are meant to be worn with socks. Oh yeah, these have like socks. these could be that type because they're kind of like they look like they're like um, cushiony inside, mm-hmm. so they probably absorb all the gross smells and whatnot. I hope so. I, <laughs> there's that that is one of my biggest pet peeves is people's smell. Like first off, I hate feet just in general. I don't ever want to see feet. Mm-hmm. That's why I hated flip-flop for so long but i came mm-hmm. around to him but yeah i can't the the especially the smell of like a stinky foot and from a shoe oh oh yeah and uh just saying that gives me like ptsd of like locker rooms oh, <laughs> locker. My, yes <laughs> our football locker room was so bad whenever i was in football we that's when axe first came out and got really mm-hmm. big and so dudes this was like seventh eighth grade and dudes were still obviously embarrassed to take showers in there because we had the big group showers. Yeah, yeah, the big pole in the middle of the room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so dudes would just skip showers and then hose themselves down with axe. Yeah, they, yeah. They used so much at one point that it it set off the fire alarm in the in the field house outside. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. So that smell, anytime I smell, it just smells like dirt and smelly ass and ugh, and axe. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, to recap, these shoes are fly, like they say. Mm-hmm. 90s shoes were awful. They, the ones in the 90s, they're like they're like puffy, like they stick out a lot wider than they have to be. Yeah, like the pump ups. Yeah, and they have like designs that were just like black circles and like weird shit. They looked like spaceships. Oh, like, okay, yeah, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking um, about. I did see that one now. Yeah, or, like for instance, they said like air in giant letters that were supposed to be designed. Like the design was yeah. the letters that took up the whole shoe. Yeah. Um, yeah, all those shoes were awful. I like simple, like, uh, I don't know if this will mean anything to you, but like Air Force Ones yeah. that are just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So I like ones like those. The ones that go, like, the harder they try, it seems like generally the worst the yeah, look is for me. I agree. I, I, um, I'm a very simple shoe kind of guy. I had a pair of, they were like, I guess they were like knockoff Air Force Ones, but they were mm-hmm. pol- polo brand. Mm-hmm. I had those for the longest time. I had, actually, the only time I've ever had like a, like a basketball player's colorway is when I ha- I got the KDs when he was still on the Sonics. Whenever they were still the Sonics, I had the mm-hmm. green and, green and yellow basketball shoes. They were uglier than homemade sin, but God, I love those shoes. <laughs> yeah. So speaking of sports, there is a sports story that caught your attention this week. Yes. Why don't you tell me about that? So it's, it's not a, a newer story. It's not something that's new. It's been happening for a few years now, and it's a lot of the – um, the ath- since we've been having like a big uh, movement for trans rights and um, all the LGBTQ rights, we've had a lot of athletes coming out and, you know, being more open about mm-hmm. transitioning. So we've had a lot of... Uh, so, so the story I saw, just to get to the story real quick, is a uh, 
a high schooler. It was a a man transitioning to a woman. She was she was she was transitioning. Um, I'm really bad with the lingo, so you have to. Help I know me what you out. mean. <laughs> okay. Um, so yeah, she she transitioned was transitioning. Hadn't I think she had either just started taking the the supplement or the hormones treatment. The hormones. Yeah. The the treatments for it. Um. So, but hadn't fully gone through, and she was she broke the record for the woman's what I think like sixty meter dash or something like that, some race. Mm-hmm. Um, broke the record, won first. The uh, second place was also a transitioning athlete, and that's who the story was actually about. Um, people were getting very upset. Um, yeah, I just kind of wanted to, you know, ha- have an open conversation about it between you and so I because I the f- the first thing that catches my eye when I'm looking at the story is that it was for the 55 meter which i didn't even know was a race i, I thought they always said like yeah i don't i have even no, numbers no i have <laughs> i had no idea that's that's why i said 60 because i assumed it would just round up but yeah okay. yeah so whatever 55 meters is yeah. um so i mean it's interesting i know um connecticut is i think i want to say there's either either 11 or 17 states that don't have restrictions on transgender athletes so it's the minority of states uh, but connecticut is one of those states mm-hmm. um and i i do understand both sides of the argument um but obviously as you'd guess that i'm i'm more for the inclusion side than than the opposite right um it it is tough too because you know the the term transitioning is kind of literal like they're in the middle of transitioning right from more or less one life to to another um identity and it's hard to define like where the line would be when it comes to competing of like you know they've been they've taken hormones for this long or like that you know what i'm saying like there's no specific point where like okay now you can you'd be able to be on fair ground as opposed to before mm-hmm I think that's the part that's hard for me. Like as someone who like doesn't, I totally like don't understand a lot about the process. Um, so from a little bit that I've looked up, just to clarify on that, like I've seen there are athletes, you know, obviously, like I said, it's been happening for a little bit now. So they have, they have people who have gone through the entire process and have uh, gone through the complete transition. And they say, once you've transitioned, if you go from male to female, that you do lose that, muscle mass that um you do lose that you know what what people would call the competitive advantage Um, see i'm surprised by that i mean obviously it's i I believe whatever the scientists say but you would think like uh as you like develop the muscles that the like you wouldn't lose them but i I guess it does i mean it makes sense if they're well the girl the the people who have talked about it the women who have talked about it say that you get really tired and you just can't you can't work out like you do because your body is basically drained. You physically can't oh, do it. Yeah, that makes that makes a lot of sense. I didn't so, even think about that. So while you're getting closer to being fully transitioned, it's it's a lot more difficult because basically you're you're physi- physiologically changing, like you're, you're shrinking a lot of muscle mass, which I think is a lot of people's issue with it. I know, like I always try and put myself in that situation. I think, like if that was my daughter, um, in that situation on both sides, you know, that, that's how I'd always like to see it. I always like to put myself mm-hmm. in those shoes and I, that you're right. There is, there is points on both sides, but I think it's less, less of an issue if you're in something like track, 
as opposed to like the the um the woman who had transitioned a few years ago and was in MMA and she got she was in the fight she didn't disclose to anybody that she was transitioning so she hadn't fully gone through the the transition either and she fought a girl and cracked her skull open like fractured her skull mm-hmm. because she still had the same physiological traits as uh as a man yeah so that, the, that's that's a good point because like track and field also even if you don't win the race your your time could still get you to go to you know states national stuff like that like even yeah. if you're not the winner um but the the combat sports that's that's what's concerning safe, safety wise i i totally get that that's like that's a really interesting thing you don't think about and i also think for high schoolers it's uh it's it's a lot th- there's not th- those type of contact sports for for high schoolers you know there's no high school there is wrestling but there's not like mma where right. <laughs> you're punching each other in the head so um i think the rules or would probably be different or should be different for depending on the ages because being like professional is different than also uh what are they called amateurs is mm-hmm. that what they yeah is our student athletes called amateurs i don't even know i i, 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 <laughs> I was student athletes. i guess so yeah student athletes yeah in the the contact sports i also feel like when safety's on the line mm-hmm. i think that's a different issue right so that's that's like the other side if i would put myself in that situation and that was my daughter and god forbid she ever gets into mixed martial arts but if she was in there against a man who was transitioning and got her skull fractured. I, I, especially, especially if they don't notify right. the, the people in charge of the fight. Right. Um, because I feel like that could also, that's like a legal issue. I would think that, you know, people are held accountable. If someone gets hurt. Right. Um, if the other fighter doesn't know, and I'm sure if the other fighter I don't know. I think for a lot of fighting companies, the other fighter does have say in who they fight, right. unless it's like a um, a championship or a title fight. Uh-huh. So you're also like asking this person to agree to a fight without all the information. Right. Yeah. Exactly. It's it's. I mean, it's not the same thing, but it's along the same lines as like somebody doing steroids when mm-hmm. they're signed up to fight with you. They don't tell you they're doing that. That's an unfair advantage. Mm-hmm. It's kind of the same thing, but I mean, so ultimately, is there a path to legislation to help with this? Like how I, I, I don't I think it's wrong to try and put some put people who are transitioned or transitioning into a separate league because that's kind yeah. of I mean, there's probably I, I imagine there's also not enough people um, and like it's it's so difficult because they're all in different stages. Mm hmm. So it'd be so it would be so difficult to find enough to to do something like that. I would think. Right. Um. You know. I. It's it's tough. I and I don't know what the solution would be. I don't know. Like if they did. Les- I can't say that like, word. Legislation. Les- <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't know what rules they could have. Um. You know. I should have. I have a couple friends who've transitioned, and one of them she's a huge nerd she's not an athlete but she's a huge sports fan uh-huh. and she's she's like kind of popular on like youtube and social media i totally should have asked her to come on but we should have her on some time yeah um because she might have some some good advice because she's a huge football fan um 
but yeah i don't know what rules could be made legally that would like there's there's no way to make everyone happy i guess you know right i mean it's just a for me i think the biggest thing is trying to be respectful of of someone who's going through that but then also trying to ensure the safety of of the other athletes yeah for for ones like track and field i almost feel like they should you know let's say this woman wins and second place is someone who's who's not transitioning who is identified for as a female their whole life Mm -hmm. they should almost be able to go to the next round because the next round you know this this woman who's transitioning is going to be further along in her process like if you're going to states you know a lot of times it's like a month or two later that she's She's gonna be further down, so you know she might not be the the most elite anymore. So the person who came in second might still have a chance to make it to, you know, to win the final, the state finals or whatever. Um, but I don't know. It's 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 difficult, and it's like even just talking about it, it's a difficult thing to talk about because right. you don't like saying anything could put someone on either side on like an. Ex- extreme like um offense you know what i mean absolutely yeah um so i i don't know i i think we should definitely have someone on to talk about this because i it is a really interesting topic Uh i just don't know if i understand enough about the process and athletics and stuff to like to know what the solution is yeah i don't know i i don't know for me i've always confused one of the most interesting parts is the story you, where I, I actually saw the story was from a was from a female friend of mine who who was an athlete. She was a former athlete, um, and she was not happy about it at all. Was mm-hmm. was saying that it's it's uh, detrimental to women's sports and it's it's basically like against women's rights to mm-hmm. include that. So I think it's an interesting. Yeah, I mean, it's an interesting I conflict. Think. Like, so, you know who J.K. Rowling is, the mm-hmm. Harry Potter lady? Yeah. So she's gotten a lot of trouble because she has been talking about how trans women aren't women and shouldn't have women's rights. And then she kind of says the same thing about how it set back women's rights. And I think part of the problem that she's getting is because those people should be identified as women. Mm-hmm. Um but she's not talking about it in an athletic standpoint where someone may have an advantage. Right. Um, so that's, that's where it's, it's tough because there's some sports where men will win every time. There's some sports where, where women are inherently better, but yeah, I don't know. It's like, you know, if we, I don't know. <laughs> it's tough. That's why I wanted to talk about it. Cause it, it's something I mean, the only person I've ever heard talk about it is Joe Rogan, and you can imagine how that went. Yeah, um, and, but he's also a UFC guy. You would think that yeah. he would. Um... Well, that that's why that's why he talked about that one story, and so he just saw that one thing and was. I mean, you if you only see that, you're gonna have a different view of it because then it just looks mm-hmm. like men are out there beating up women. Yeah, which yeah, you know, it's tough. It's a tough conversation, but you're right. We should have your friend on here. Um, yeah, I'll talk to her. Yeah, it's it's definitely an interesting conversation, and you don't really see anybody talking about it because you're right. It is it's you're really walking a tightrope. Yeah, and it is one of those things that there is no right answer for everybody. Like if mm-hmm. if we were to talk about, um, 
I don't know, tax rates. Like, I think they're like, yeah, we might come to a disagreement on stuff, but nobody's like feeling like they're not even in the discussion. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Where, but if you're talking about something like uh, inclusion and stuff like this, it, it's hard because, you know, even, even if you disagree with having like transitioning women compete with women who've always identified that way mm -hmm. you don't want to be someone who you know they they get victimized so much and they go through so much you don't want to be someone that like speaks out against it so it's also like a tough place for the people that are against it because they can't necessarily some people at least can't express what they want like their opinion with because they're afraid of stepping on toes at the same time right yeah exactly so, yeah, that's I, that's exactly why I think people don't talk about it. And even when you and I, I, I know I can speak for myself at least. Whenever I was trying to describe the story, I was like, "How do I? Uh, all right, I got to make sure I, <laughs> I say it. it's tough because I don't always know. I always feel like I'm a step behind." Well, yeah, I mean, we're also, I mean, we're not old, but we're we're older than uh, <laughs> like the people, like the high school kids that are competing. Yeah, that a lot of I feel like a lot of kids these days yeah, yeah. say my old man voice uh, yeah. like they they know the terminology they know a lot more people in their lives that have gone through stuff like this where we were kind of like learning on the fly so even if we're trying our best to be an ally about anything yeah there's times where we'll even like use a terminology that we that you know is totally outdated or now we realize is offensive stuff like that like yeah so i found <laughs> i found out recently that friend zone is not it's not okay to say and i, See, I don't know what I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 not okay. I found it out on uh, a binge mode, the group that we're in. I posted something using that phrase, and one of the guys uh, commented. On it. He's a good guy. Um, he kind of pulled me to the side, basically. He messaged me and was like, "Hey, you might want to take that out of there because people are going to get mad." And I was like, "What is uh, it? Did he did he say if it offended the guys who are getting friend zoned, or if it was like against women who was, were, feel like obligated?" Yeah, yeah, it was it was against women who 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 feel like it's it's like a social obligation like like, like pressure to okay right yeah, I yeah. Get that interesting see i didn't know that see i, I learned something new every day yeah <laughs> yeah i had no idea either I, it, but you know it's one of those things like it's it's not even a big deal that's what i always it, it it's not it's not difficult to change something as long as like that guy he was really good about it he kind of pulled me to the side like i said and was like hey you probably shouldn't do that it's it's offensive for this reason and i was mm -hmm. like oh okay cool Instead, oh, he could yeah. have gone on there and been like, you piece of shit, how dare you say anything yeah. like that? And then I would have, I, I think that's a lot. That's yeah, there's, um, for my last job, they had me join all like the local Facebook pages, like for each town where it'll be like, you know, the, the town I'm thinking of is Hanover. It's called Hanover Connect. So everybody, mm -hmm. not everybody, but a big part of the town goes on there and they talk about town issues. And they their mascot was the Hanover Indians and they decided to change the name and had like a competition and you know, the kids got involved and got to like pick mascots and make the logos and stuff like that. And some people are so upset mm -hmm. and they're like, but like, what's the big deal? Like these are people that aren't in, like they graduated 40 years ago and they don't have kids in the school and they're all upset. Like, why does it matter to you? Like, you know what I mean? It Absolutely. Yeah. All, all is doing is helping others feel included or like not singled out. Yeah. And like, that's the benefit. I don't know what the benefit is for the other side. Like the history still exists of 
you, you're you still played football for the Hanover football team and won the Super Bowl, or you know you still scored fifty points in a basketball game, whatever. Like yeah. the history's still there, with or without the name. That's what's so crazy when you're talking about like, you know, what's the big deal? Like, what is the big deal? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's like I gotta say though, like even with the Washington football team, you didn't see that much. I mean, I didn't see that much backlash about it. People saying, "Oh yeah, no." Once it happened, like before, everyone I saw a lot of talking about it. But once it happened, everyone just rolled with it. Yeah, and even uh, the Cleveland, uh, the Indians, they're changing their name. Event, mm-hmm. you know, I think next year is when they're going to officially decide on a name. But yeah, they already said, and I didn't see one person say anything about it. I'm like, okay, cool. Well, maybe people are evolving a little bit mm-hmm. on that on that front, at least. Even from a business side, I would think I own the Washington football team. We're uh-huh. called the Washington Redskins. We have all this merchandise. You can change it, and all those people that have jerseys are now going to buy new jerseys. Yeah. You, can, you can still have the throwback jerseys, and then you have all these these new people that are now going to buy. Like I don't even know who's on the the football team that was a couple of years ago. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh- like uh, I mean, Chase Young's only been there a year, but yeah. whoever. Um, they can buy those jerseys now, and then the the ownership makes twice the money. Yeah, twice the money. Yeah, you would think, but the people, it's it, you know, they get dug into their ways, and I think you and I have even you've mentioned it on here before. Is people don't like change. They like they like things the way they are, and they don't ever want to change from it. Um, but yeah. I think we're getting we're on our way. Yeah, I think so. I mean. It's baby steps, but you know yeah. each baby step gets us a little bit closer. Yeah, absolutely. So, so one thing I wanted to talk about was um, Trump's legal team. Mm-hmm. He just got a new legal team. Um, oh, hold on. I... Sorry. No, no worries. Um, just he's got a new legal team, and then they came out with a brief that. So I guess I should start. The Democrats filed the motion for impeachment right. and then Trump's legal team gets to respond with their with their brief mm-hmm. and, and so you know he's fired all of his legal team and then he brought in these new people I guess he wasn't planning on paying the last ones I don't know if he's gonna pay these ones <laughs> but the ones that they filed first of all in the intro they they spelled United States wrong yeah which is funny <laughs> there, there's a handful of different other typos but they're going to argue so the GOP is going to argue that you can't, impre- can't impeach a president after their term ends. But Trump's legal team is going to claim that he rightfully is the president and there's no proof that the election wasn't stolen, which I think it's kind of – you can't win an argument being like trying to prove a negative. Yeah. But it's interesting because you can't have it both ways. They, the GOP, how are they going to argue that you can't impeach a president after the term ends if the lawyers are saying the term didn't end because he rightfully won the election <laughs> that's well, that's for that's why oh. that's why the first group of legal team left right they all just quit because they were trying to go with that argument that the gop was going with and he mm-hmm. was he was insistent that, that he was like no 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 we gotta say that that we that we got cheated out of it and they just kept trying to tell him no this is not what you should do and he's yeah, adamant about it. I don't understand how like there's no way that Trump actually thinks he's going to like if he if his case was that he won I don't how, how is there any way that he thought that that argument is going to win. Yeah. 
I, I, at this point, I've given up trying to understand what bangs around in that dude's head. It's, <laughs> it's truly a mystery. I, I don't know what his, what his long con is here, because I think he, he's always been good at doing that, just having like a, a plan for the future. It just doesn't always execute it that well. Mm-hmm. Um, here, I don't understand the point. Like, is is it just a rallying cry for him for the Patriot Party or whatever is going to happen in the next four years? It like I, that's the only thing I can think of. It's uh, I don't know. I he is good at playing the victim. Uh huh. Um, um, part part of the thing is that at least the people that are in power now love to play the victim, mm-hmm. and. He, that's what that's what he excels at so maybe that's what how he rose to the power so well because he did it better than anybody so if he sticks to this and his people and his followers believe him i, I hate calling them followers i don't know what else to call them <laughs> but his followers if they buy that then he can keep being the victim he, they can keep saying that he was robbed and he'll always have this rallying cry and you know for the next four years he can be doing fundraisers to for legal stuff or running again it's just like adding on to the grift you know what i mean absolutely yeah that's i mean i can't see he can't honestly believe at this point that he really did get cheated i can't see how i don't know i i agree but i also think he surrounds himself with yes men and if Mm. they're not yes men they get fired that's true yeah so you know if he found one say he found one person who it's like like um the my pillow guy you know tomorrow he's going to release a 3 hour documentary on <laughs> everything that you need to know about proof that the election was stolen and stuff yeah so you know he finds people like those and then he's telling them i you know i found all this stuff and then he even if he lays it out for him trump's not going to go and fact check all that stuff he's going to be like oh man look at all this stuff he showed me and i'm in you know what i mean yeah like I don't think there's a I don't think in general he does a lot of fact checking. <laughs> I just gotta say I'm looking forward to talking about that next week because I don't yeah. I don't know if you're gonna watch it but I'm I'm gonna watch it. For Three sure. hours is long. Like I'm I'm interested. I don't know if I'm gonna be able to make it through the whole thing. I'll put it on um, the background while I play some PlayStation. Just let the crazy I, roll off of me. I try to as much as I can ingest media of people that don't agree with me. Uh-huh. But as soon as they say stuff that is like easily debunkable that it's like it really loses my interest because i'm like they're not even trying yeah so it depends if the information he puts in is like at least thought-provoking i'll probably watch the whole thing if it if the first thing is like you know i saw this guy in a in a hoodie you know (laughs) with a screwdriver in the back of an election machine i'm like all right this guy's just (laughs) like even when um that lady i forget her name she like testified and everyone was saying she was drunk and she was like talking about how she saw stuff get changed. And she's like, I saw a food truck there all day and nobody went and got food. Like, that's not proof of a conspiracy. Like, that's I'm like, all right, like you're just making stuff up because, or like you're just putting things that aren't there to fit your narrative, you know? Uh-huh. So if it's like that, I'm going to be out. If it's like actually interesting things yeah. that, that ha- might have substance, even if he misinterpreted it, I'm, I'll be more interested. God, I can't wait to have our conspiracy theory podcast. I'm looking forward yeah. to that one. Oh, it's gonna be yeah. good. Um, yeah, I, I first of all, it's it still makes me laugh every. I can't take it seriously whenever, <laughs> like, you send me an article and it says the my pillow guy did. It, as soon as I get through, as soon as I see that, I'm losing it. I can't help but laugh. 
he he honestly feels like a, a like SNL sketch. He I, is. Like a living... yes. <laughs> he absolutely is. I don't understand. He, and now he did you see the thing he went on Newsmax and he was just trying to talk about it and they're getting sued big time and they're like whoa 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 let's let's not talk about this because they know in fact another huge company just sued um, Fox News Lou Dobbs Rudy Giuliani for like millions and millions of dollars it's another like information company hmm. um I think these trials will be interesting because it's it's tough to to sue people because um, you have to be able to like prove that what they're saying is false, right. which is sometimes hard, but it, and it'll be interesting because even if they are found guilty, I don't think any of the people that watch it are going to care. <laughs> like no. they're still going to eat it up. So no, it's one of, I mean, it's one of those things where like people say Trump is a great businessman, but he's been bankrupt. How many times? Yeah. They, that's there. Oh. There are things there are, convenient facts that people ignore all the time just to it's like we talked about with ted cruz they ignore the facts to fit their own narrative mm -hmm. yeah when, when you're talking about trump being a businessman it just made me think also they um they're gonna attempt to call him as a witness and there's no way he's gonna testify he he'll never like put himself out there to get in trouble he'll always want other people to do the lying for him or like put themselves in jeopardy at least for the lying uh-huh so I don't. I don't know how they're going to get out of it, though. If yeah. like if they want, if the GOP wants witnesses, that's what they were saying during the first, the, the, Congress trial. Mm -hmm. They wanted witnesses, and now the the Senate's called witnesses. They say they don't want witnesses. It, I, I don't know. It's going to be tough to, to get him on there. I I can't imagine it happening. I if don't. It, it, I don't see him getting impeached. I saw somebody talking about it, and they were like, "This would basically be political suicide for everybody on the right if they impeached him." It would basically set them back for years and years. Well, yeah. So I kind of want to tie that into one of the other topics, which is Marjorie Taylor Greene. Mm -hmm. And she, you know, she has all these QAnon beliefs that she has, whether it's like a Jewish space laser that starts fires or <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the school shootings are false flags and stuff like this. Yeah. So they talked about removing her because she's on the education committee and she's on the labor committee which is like crazy that this woman who thinks school shootings are staged is on the education committee right so they're talking about removing her and they gave the gop the the opportunity to remove her first because i think i'm not sure i think if they remove her they can choose her replacement is whereas if they vote to have her removed i don't know who chooses her replacement so maybe it's up for a vote in that case you know the left has more votes so I think they were like giving the GOP the chance to replace her with someone that they could choose, and instead last night they had uh, the GOP had a meeting, and they gave her a standing ovation by the end of the meeting, oh. which is like wild. Like we they had more people vote to remove Cheney, who's the third most powerful person on the right right now. Um, I forget her first name, but it's Dick Cheney's daughter. Okay, they had more people vote to remove her just for saying what. Trump did was wrong than they did to remove Marjorie Taylor Greene, who's like spewing all these conspiracy theories, which is wild. Yeah. And one of the things that we're going to lead into also is that um, Vox wrote this article about Axios, who's a, a media company that I like, that I listen to and I read, that they were comparing 
Marjorie Taylor Greene to AOC mm-hmm. because they're both on the um, outskirts of their party. Yeah. 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 Like one is very left and one is very right. And, but Vox pushes against that because like, and I know I don't expect the majority of people to like AOC, but it's not the same thing when you're arguing about, you know, taxing the 1% and you have proof about how it would work, how it would lay out. Um, like, um, Ilan Omar just released this thing about taxing stock traders 0.01% and it would make $2 trillion a year and that which would pay off our country's whole student debt but you know yeah. there's things like that that people might not agree with the policy but they they can at least have a discussion on why it would work and why it didn't right which is totally not the same thing as saying that there's a giant space laser <laughs> from outer space that's starting fires yeah. um, run by jewish people and like you can't it's tough to i don't know how you can even have a conversation with someone like that about like how can you tell someone like that 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 didn't happen and have them believe it. Do you know what I mean? Do you think she actually believes it? Or is she just I don't I don't know if it matters if she believes it if she no, has no. if she has this um pulpit and she says the stuff. It doesn't matter if she believes it if it's you know affecting anybody at all to believe her. Yeah. That's dangerous enough. Just like when we were like you know we were talking about like with the censorship stuff with Trump with and for the record, we did not talk about censorship at all last episode. We no did way. We went and we didn't. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, it's it's different if she, you know, before she was a business owner, she like ran a CrossFit place or whatever. Uh-huh. If she talks about that stuff and she just owns a small business, okay, maybe three or four people will see her posts. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you're talking to a million people, two million people, and you're saying this stuff with conviction, you know, what, what if, if 1% of that 2 million people end up believing it, you know, that's thousands of people. Yeah. So, no, so I, I don't know. It does matter. You're right. But it, uh, yeah, it does matter. Yeah. So when we're on, when we're on censorship, um, the, the, the C word that we're not allowed to say <laughs> next uh, this article, just, I just want to say, next stop, Trump. I don't want. I'm hoping next week we don't have to talk about him. Um, well, next week the trial starts. It's going to be tough for us. <laughs> Two weeks from now, um, this this article just came out in the Washington Post. That's really funny. They they released a video. It's not intentionally funny. We're just talking about all these people: um, Rubio, Jim Jordan, Brian Mass, Matt Gates. Um, there was like six or seven of them that went on to talk about how they're being censored. And it's like he made this speech to two point one point nine million viewers. He made this speech about censorship to two point six million viewers, three million viewers. It's just so funny, like when we're talking about like you know, she she went uh Marjorie Taylor Green, she spoke at like I don't remember what it was. Before the Stop the Steel rally or whatever it was called. Mm-hmm. She spoke in front of of the American people on multiple national TV channels wearing a mask that said censored. Oh my God. <laughs> like, it's just like to the victim thing. But anyways, to so to AOC. Um, well, do you have anything you want to talk about with Marjorie Taylor Greene? Well, it's it's all going to tie into AOC. Okay. I, I don't have anything to say about that. That's lady. a specific point. <laughs> yeah. So she, she had a, a couple different 
live streams. I watched, you know, I downloaded Twitch or whatever it's called. Is that what it's called, Twitch? I'm an old man. Yeah, for the gaming. Yeah, so yeah. I watched her she talk about something. I don't know. But then on Instagram Live this week, she did one about the Capitol riots. If I don't know what to call it anymore. Yeah, storming the, the terrorist the attacks, storming, yeah. whatever. Yeah, she um, and she talked about her experience and kind of talked about trauma um, and how trauma builds on trauma. So, like, you know, she was a victim of sexual assault for instance, that was traumatic to her. And like, you know, this event was traumatic to her and these, these traumas build up for people. So, you know, some people that haven't had a lot of trauma and then you think about like somebody say that went to war, he, you know, someone like that might have dozens of traumas in their life. And she was just kind of talking about how it builds onto each other. And she was also talking about her um, hiding, I guess, during these, riots um she like, went to her office and hid behind the bathroom door and someone came in yelling like where where is she where is she and they like slammed open the bathroom door and she was like hiding behind it and then they left and then they came back and then her um someone that worked in her office i don't remember the person's position the per- guy comes in he's like where where is she where is she and it comes out and it was like a capital police officer that like didn't identify himself and stuff, but so she was like, you know, that was a traumatic experience, even though she wasn't assaulted, but she was for a little bit with that guy was just in there yelling and people trying to break down the door. She thought she might die, especially I think her more than anyone has been the target of the right, um, the vigor of the right, I guess, where for two years now, almost everything has been like about her has been like how she's so dangerous and she, some people say she needs to die and stuff like that. So she went on the, she did like a 90 minute stream, which that was just crazy to me. Cause I don't, I would hate to be on live video for 90 minutes. <laughs> yeah. um, but I don't know. It was just, it was just really interesting because people that weren't as at risk, like Ted Cruz would be like, Oh, that happened two days ago. You should get over it. When it, that's like, abusive behavior where you know you're in a abusive relationship and then the guy like gaslights you to be like you know that we've moved on why why do we still talk about our, the abuse of the past you know what i mean mm-hmm. which i think was kind of the the biggest point out of all of it is how they just want to move on from it which kind of ties into the impeachment trial um but i don't know i'm just rambling now tell tell me you, what you got because i know you got some stuff about this i do yeah i got a I got some 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 things that I've seen um, since we talked about this. You know, we a few days ago we decided we were going to talk about this, and then since then I've I've looked into it. And your uh, dogs have an opinion on this as well. <laughs> dogs, I know. I'm sorry. Some somebody's that somebody's walking across the street apparently, and they how saw dare them. they? I know. Um, yeah. So um, actually, my brother and I were looking into stories about it, and he found a few stories it, it took a lot of digging because every story was just about how she was streaming among us on twitch stream yep. <laughs> Woohoo! but then you had to type in certain things and you had to go through a few pages on google before you finally found it but she had like a, at least a couple senators or representatives who were in that same hallway right there where that bathroom was who were no, that the bathroom was in her office well, they, she, in that hallway, you know what I mean. But at some point, she did go to um, 
I think Katie Porter's office. Like she, she near the end, she ended up in a different office. Yeah. So the the lady, I forget who she. I, I don't have her name right now. I didn't want to look too long at the article, but she was basically saying that there was nobody in that area. Um, that she was basically just making a lot of that stuff up. Um, and when when that stuff was brought up. AOC responded and she was like, well, yeah, it was Capitol Police, but he didn't identify himself and he looked very angry and I didn't know what to do. Now, for me, like you said, I haven't I haven't had that kind of trauma, so I don't know. But I I don't know. I I think so. So the stuff with the police was in her office specifically. It wasn't like in the hallway. But the thing is, she was hiding and she is a target of the right. And if the person just runs in and is like slamming doors, screaming, where is she? And not identifying themselves as police. Like, yeah, I understand why she would feel like she was well, at a threat at in a threat at the moment. Um, it, and I can see that, but at the same time, since she's gained notoriety and gotten a real spotlight on her, she's really kind of, I mean, I, I hate to say it this way, but kind of put a target on her back by, just shitting all over people on the right for no matter what they do. Like even when Ted Cree, Ted Cruz agreed with her the other day about the uh, Robin hood stuff, she basically was like, no, no, don't agree with me. We're, we're not on the same side. Don't, you're not allowed to agree with me. It's, it's what oh, it I, think she's saying she, she, I think she was saying she doesn't want to work with him. Right. Which is, but... which is shitty. She should. And then after the election, she came out and said, we're keeping track of, the Trump supporters and that kind of thing. It said, we're, we're coming for you was her words. And that's kind of like, well, don't we always talk about how no one's holding these people accountable? Like yeah. we we're sick of politicians not holding other politicians accountable. Yeah. So like, that's the kind of stuff that I, but I'm like, say- like when she's calling out Ted Cruz, like, as I was saying, that was a couple of days after the attack and he's just like let's (laughs) move on to this other thing yeah after she said he tried to have her murdered which is yeah i mean those kind of things she's kind of like i i understand she's not as bad as marjorie whatever her name is but at the same time she does speak in a very inflammatory manner and really fires people up which oh i agree yeah which is a big complaint about trump and a lot of the people on the right so i think it's only fair to point that out about both sides you know what i mean Oh yeah, definitely. But I, I do think it's a it's a big difference between her calling out people for their actions, like calling out like Cruz for s- supporting, like even after the um, the riots, you know, then they voted that night. He still went out there and was still spewing all this stuff about how you know we have to fight back because the election is getting stolen. It's important we still um, vote not to count these votes because. You know, this is an illegal. Um, not, what was, I can't think of the exact word he uses, but he was still saying that it was stolen, and yeah. he even after saying that caused this. Even even if you even if you're saying he's not, he didn't directly say, you know, time to break in here and kill these people. We know why they were attacking the Capitol. Like you don't you don't have to be <clears throat> smart to know that they were there because they felt like the election was stolen. Yeah. And then he goes out there and he's still egging them on after that it's like i don't know no i I, if i agree with that i i see what you're saying at the same time she doesn't they don't always need to be on opposite ends of everything like they they were literally agreeing right there 
and she had the opportunity to be like, okay, see, we agree. This is something that needs to be taken care of. This, this is very important. But instead she chose in my eyes to be petty about it and say, no, 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 you disagree with me. And we had a, you know, there was a big blow up a few days ago, but ultimately yeah. we still I need to it, work together. I think it was petty. I agree with that. But I also think he, like, he's trying to move on from the fact of what happened. Like, Right. I, well, I don't think they want to identify with that. Like they're, like we said when we had Dante on, they don't want to claim that. Yeah, I know. It's like, to an extent, they want to play both sides. Like they Obviously, they yeah. still want the support of those people. Right. But they don't want to be responsible for the negative shit that they do, which I, which I understand makes sense. But yeah. people doing that negative shit because the rhetoric that they're being told by so many people... Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I do, I do agree that, you know, stuff like that is petty, but at the same time, until people are held accountable, it's important not to let people forget that these people had an, uh, had a hand in it. And I don't think everybody that supported Trump had a hand in it, obviously, but there's like the big, like three or four, like Cruz, Jim Jordan, Holly, Holly yeah. there was, there was one other one too, maybe Gates. I don't remember. It might've been Gates. But those still three or four, like that after, were still like immediately after, were still spewing the same stuff that we all know it's not true. Yeah. They just want they just want these people's votes, and I don't think I honestly don't think they're they would lose many votes if they're all unified. Like if they were all just together and being like, as a party, we agree that the election wasn't stolen like if no one's speaking out against it i don't think that many people would lose that many votes votes because where are they all going to turn to they're like all these people are from different all the protesters are from different areas mm-hmm. and it's not like there's another great alternative ready to i mean if there was a better alternative for ted cruz he'd be fucking out of office like as you know <laughs> <laughs> you would think you would think people love so, him down here unfortunately yeah so like i don't think you were mentioning that somebody um somewhere in one of our groups was talking about how like not no one's gonna be held accountable or whatever um what were you saying i don't remember like nobody's i don't know so i just think like well i i i want to it was a on a post you made earlier today actually and then it was david savage shout out david savage from the group mm -hmm. um he basically pointed out like maybe don't fire these people up anymore you're at this point they they have been splintered there are two different sects of the the gop of the republican party right now like dante said like there's there's people who are going to follow trump and there's people who are going to follow the republican party and by continuing to just blame all republicans and say they're all evil like somebody in the group has said that you're just reuniting them and if they stay splintered, that's a slam dunk election in 2024 for the Democrats. But if you keep, you think so? But I think they were already like they were splintered before the election, and they still got like yeah. you know a record amount of votes. Well, if they, I if still they, think like, well, if they splinter to the point of having the Patriot Party, then they're not going to get those votes. You know, I think if it in in a primary, I could see them being split on the uh, whoever wins the candidacy but once it comes between them and like kamala harris or whoever yeah they're also gonna vote for right. well know. yeah once once they get down to red versus blue but 
yeah you could still have because i think majority of people are not down for the patriot party rhetoric i don't think yeah i, I think especially come three years from now they're not going to be rah-rah about trump anymore well Hopefully. i do think that the the more the more people held accountable i do think that it will enrage some but i also think a lot of people will want to um well can't can't you remove remove themselves from like the shame almost yeah no well can't you hold them accountable without just vilifying an entire party you know yeah but vilifying one man shouldn't be vilifying the whole party it well, like they're putting yeah, that yeah, on themselves i agree, I agree. <laughs> but but it seems to be like whenever you have a conversation i mean i've, I've personally had them with people on our group which I don't even identify as a Republican, but they think just because I don't yeah, like Biden. But they say, I mean, these were a quote, you know, a direct quote. They said, all Republicans are evil. And I'm like, well, if you think like that, then no progress is ever going to get made because I hate to break it to you, but the country is still 50-50. Yeah, I, I think the problem is that a lot of the leaders are, and it's uh, both sides have shitty leaders, but I think... A lot of the, the prominent voices for the right, the leaders, are some of the worst ones, which sucks, but it gives like a bad yeah. taste in people's mouths. Like the right. one like the ones we just talked about. Like it sucks that those people like if I was a conservative, I'd be pissed if the names everyone talked about were Holly and Cruz and Jim Jordan. Oh Christ. <laughs> so, I already said oh, how I, I feel about the next election. I hope it's Cruz in the in in the uh not I hope he makes it past the primary and gets his ass smoked so that he doesn't come back here to Texas. I just realized I had a couple notes about the uh, the impeachment stuff that the lawyers wrote in their thing that I didn't mention. Okay. So first of all, one of one of Trump's new lawyers, he was an AG that denied to charge Bill Cosby in 05. Okay. And another one was meeting with Epstein up until like the day before he died. Oh. Like they these are they're like protecting and they in the brief, they said that part of the impeachment is because Trump falsely claimed that the election was stolen. And they're saying that Trump denies that allegation because the election was not it's that was not a false statement because the election was stolen, which is like <laughs> part I think that's part of the reason he was impeached and he's just like digging in deeper. Yeah. And the last thing that really caught my eye was that it said like this will set a bad precedent that people like the 45th president will lose rights of common citizens. Like there's nobody else that is like him. Like maybe that means in four years, something will happen to Biden when he gets out of office or whatever. But like that's one or two out of however hundred million people are in this country or billion people are in this country. I don't even know how many people there, but they're saying it's setting a bad precedent for people like the 45th president we're like there's there's no precedent because there's not gonna be anyone else like him for our lifetime god i pray <laughs> well, yeah. I, I mean any if there is like if the president is to like hold people accountable that incite violence or stuff towards our democracy then that's that's a good president i can't even say the word precedent yeah it sounds too much like president it's a good precedent to have and there's no one like there's not a lot of people that are going gonna have to worry about this president being set if people if if we're t back to any like type of normal is running yeah well democracy. we can hope but 
if yeah. the, if one of those four guys you mentioned before ends up getting the the nomination for the Republican Party, then we're in for another four years. I know, but like even or at least a still, year. Even so, if, if you know, if Biden does something like this, if Cruz does something like this in four years or whatever, yeah. those people should still be held accountable. I don't think it's a dangerous precedent to set um, if it gets to that extreme levels. And if also the opposing party wants to use it as a form of vengeance or whatever, yeah, that's almost like now it's like a part of the price you pay to want to be in that position, you know? Yeah, It's like when a celebrity gets too famous and they complain about not being able to go anywhere because they get recognized. <laughs> yeah. It's like, okay, well, you didn't have to want to be uh, an actor. You didn't want to have to be LeBron James or whatever. Right. Yeah. Which might, which might tie us into our last story, actually. Okay. Real quick. Um, oh, yeah. I do want to mention something that caught my ear there while you were talking is the Epstein thing. Yep. I'm definitely going to want to talk about what the hell happened to his... What 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 was that lady's name? Ghislaine Maxwell. Oh yeah, Ghislaine. Ghislaine. <laughs> I hope it's something not like Ghislaine. that. That's something like that. <laughs> I hope it's Ghislaine for her sake. <laughs> um, yeah, I never. Did you hear anything about what ultimately came from that? Uh, last time I heard, Trump wished her well, and then it was never in the news again. Uh-huh. Um, we'll have to look into it for next episode. Yeah, absolutely. We should probably have refund to do the conspiracies next week. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But yeah, we'll, we'll go no. Ahead. Let's do let's do that in two weeks because I'm sure next week we're gonna have a lot of impeachment stuff to talk about. Oh. So we'll do the we'll do the conspiracies <laughs> and reef in two weeks, uh, unless like it's a, unless nothing really happens yet in the trial. Who knows how long, like how fast or slow it's gonna move. I'm I don't count on him to not do anything crazy. So look forward to hearing about his <laughs> hearing about him for at least one more week, probably. Yeah. So the last thing was the story you want to talk about, which was LeBron James, and I don't I I don't know a lot about the story, so uh, tell me about it. I kind of half know about it. I saw, you know, I I know I know quite a bit about it actually. <laughs> I'm lying. I wish I didn't, <laughs> but so it's basically the. I want to say, I want to say all I know was like the memes, but it wasn't even memes. I just saw like people like posting screenshots, so that's like yeah. I didn't read the, about the story at all. So it it was a, a a lady she she claims she's 26 um was sitting courtside with her husband who's like the dude is the dude is old he's like 60 but he's he's jacked mm-hmm. he he's one of the 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 old jack guys that's clearly yeah, okay. clearly had a little bit of a little bit of supplements pumped Help. into his yeah sure so they were courtside at the Lakers Hawks game and they they got into it. They were jawing back and forth with LeBron. And, you know, there's a lot less people at the game, which, first of all, shouldn't be any people at the game. Um, mm-hmm. But they were jawing back and forth with LeBron, and they were basically just telling each other to shut the fuck up. Like, just be quiet. They were they were going yeah. back and forth. And the, the girl, we're, we're calling her Courtside Karen. That's the name she's been dubbed. Um, mm-hmm. So... She got up and started. She pulled her mask down and started yelling at LeBron and flipping him off. And they eventually got escorted out, but it it got blown up because everybody was so freaked out that by the fact that LeBron was was yelling at a heckler, calling her allegedly calling her a bitch and telling the guy calling the guy old steroid ass. Which the whole thing like it's, <laughs> it's, it's this is the most ridiculous story and it 
it blew up like it, it was a huge especially in our overstated that's not even group. like <laughs> that's not even like that good of an insult no <laughs> it's not i mean it's it's funny it's funny but it's not like cutting <laughs> none of it yeah none of it was good it was all like and, but okay so ultimately like she went on her social media platforms i think it's like instagram or something oh, i thought you're gonna say she went on like a talk show okay <laughs> no she went on social media not yet but i'm sure she's heading that way um yeah she went on there and was trashing lebron and was like oh such a tough guy you're getting intimidated by a 26 year old girl a- this is after the- yeah yeah this is after they got kicked out yeah she was oh, yeah. like what do you think I'm going to do when somebody talks to my man like that? My daddy, she called him, she calls him daddy, daddy Carlos. First off, <laughs> it's the whole, like the relationship yeah. is gross, but it, it blew yeah. up. It went all across our overstated thing. And it, it boiled down to a big argument on like whether or not people should be insulting this woman based on her looks, which a lot of people were um, mm-hmm. basically just taking shots at the fact that she's, clearly had a little aftermarket work on her um mm-hmm. just insulting her saying she's fake and she's a gold digger because she's with this old man and it, it and it got into a huge thing to the so point do, where go ahead go ahead i do think that's a tough level to to talk about her looks and yeah like getting work and stuff but at the same people I mean, is that different than saying he's an old steroid ass or whatever? So this was like, my thing. You know, when... Yeah, yeah. No, I see what you're saying. And that, that was a lot of people's arguments. But I I couldn't disagree more because, like, if if you make fun... Okay, maybe not that guy specifically because he's clearly obsessed with his looks. But mm-hmm. a lot of people are like, well, if it was a man or an athlete that was getting insulted for his looks, which is something that happened on on our page... Um, yep. It would it would like it wouldn't be that big of a deal. Like, well, yeah, because a man historically has not been judged on his looks. You don't. You mm-hmm. don't. You the first thing that you you describe on a man is not his looks. You don't go, oh, that guy's he's really handsome or whatever. But if if it's yeah, a no, girl, looks, yeah, they're 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 historically judged by their looks. Society puts value on women. Yes. Uh, oh based on what they're how, how they look right and to an, a much much more unfair level like i've seen like it's been plenty of through the years like lebron um hairline jokes you know <laughs> yeah but when we talk about him that's the 100th thing that we talk about as, right like you know what i mean we talk about his athleticism we talk about the charity work he does we we, we don't talk about his appearance um even actors like you know, we see the stupid sitcoms for like a fat, out of shape guy with yeah. his like hot wife, like because that's how society views what they care about when it comes to men's looks versus women's looks. Right. So that's that's a good point. Yeah, absolutely. So that was a big complaint of mine. I mean, if you're gonna complain about anything, it it, it was definitely the way she acted, like on the the. Oh yeah. She sounds yeah, like it. Yeah, she's she's not. She doesn't seem like a great person. I'll say that. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, that w- and it was it was something I wanted to talk about because everybody on there was just piling on Brett saying, "Oh, how you made fun of Derek White, you know, guy on the Spurs, pretty goofy looking guy." But they're like, "How dare you make fun of him?" And then say we shouldn't make fun of this woman's look. For me, I was like, "No, no, no, it's it's not even close to the same thing." Mm-hmm. 
the yeah it's, so i did see a post that someone made about the daily show <clears throat> which was like uh they like miss uh misquoted attributed him. yeah misquoted what lebron said but i went and i listened to it today and they're actually playing a clip of a news article that said that it wasn't actually trevor noah saying that and it was also part of a joke where i saw the original poster said there was no it wasn't a joke the whole conversation about it was like line joke line joke line joke right so so i i do and they also said that misquoting someone is like the worst thing that someone can do which i think it's bad but i think it's far from the worst things <laughs> someone can do but yeah you think you think about like um i don't know if you ever saw i'm sure you did it's like a famous thing where john stewart went on crossfire and basically destroyed the show that it no longer existed and he they they were like why do you hold yourself why don't you hold yourself to the same standard that you hold us and he goes because i'm on a i'm on a channel after a show about puppets like at the time crank yankers or <laughs> yeah. was that what it was called yeah crank yankers, crank yeah. yankers was on before it and that like totally just like obliterated them he's like i'm a comedy show i'm on a shit on tv after a show about puppets yeah like the same thing with the whoever was talking with the daily show like yeah it was a misquote but it was also it was playing it was playing a news clip that said that it wasn't like him saying that's what he said that yeah which might be a technicality but but i i, I it, it's an interesting story it's not even <laughs> the, well i mean to, to think about how the reaction people yeah the reaction to people yeah. of her um to, like yeah it is weird that it's about the looks when that like pretty much had nothing to do with the story yeah i i would say the husband's look had more to do with the story because it's something that lebron <laughs> called specifically out specifically <laughs> called out yeah yeah and i know that part i i know that somebody said that that part has been like shown in tape that he actually did say that part so like that's something he said so that's something we could talk about in the discussion where you know it wasn't brought up with her at all but then it's a woman so that's what everyone jumps to is how she looks absolutely like the... i also think Go ahead. You, you you mentioned something about like she said like don't mess with my man or else I'm gonna like whoop your ass or beat trash or something. Yeah. Which is really weird because who in the world could whoop Ron Chance's ass? Like <laughs> he's not gonna punch a woman, but there's no way even if he was just holding her back, there's no way she would be able to inflict damage on him. No chance. But I think I mean <laughs> it is it, it it speaks volumes to the kind of reaction he gets because you remember what was it last it was a couple of years ago at this point had to have been because Westbrook was still in the thunder when they were playing the jazz and the dude was yelling racial slurs at him. Yep. Yeah. And it was a story for like a day, maybe about, mm -hmm. they were like, yeah, that guy's bad. And then nobody ever talked about it. It's a bigger deal that this woman was yelling at LeBron and took off her mask, which was a huge deal for a lot of people. Yep. But, but well, I also think to an extent LeBron fans are toxic oh yeah um well it's like it's like trump it's like trump fans but not to a uh nefarious a, level not a racist where level. it's just like well not not like they're they're not like Le lebron's not doing anything bad no you know? he's like, in fact doing like the opposite yeah like i'm not a fan of his but i i like what he does off the court right yeah but his his fans are like the sycophants that if you say anything like if you're like oh man that was a double dribble they're like get down your throat like mm. well they make personal <laughs> like insults yeah and uh, that, so i feel like yeah that adds to the story to make it like if it was another player it, we wouldn't we would have talked about it for like one or two posts yeah and it would have moved on so Absolutely. yeah you're right about that yeah but 
All right. Well, speaking of, I should mention, I also, I've watched the first half of the Tiger Woods documentary and that a lot of that does remind me of, uh, like the way people act towards LeBron, just like the first half was before all of his downfall. So I haven't seen the second half yet, but this, the way where he, like so many people talked about him is like the, the savior of like, they put so much pressure on him to be, you know, a, a leader of the black community because he was, I don't know. Is it called the glass ceiling for in that instance, or is that just when it's like when I don't know? If, it would be in that instance, yeah, because there was no other black golfers. He was, yeah, so like breaking he the was glass the, ceiling. I believe he was the first black player ever allowed at uh, Augusta National. Like, yeah, the I Masters. think I think you're right. But yeah, he's he's had he had tremendous like his dad especially. Basically, was like you're gonna be the greatest golfer of all time, whether you like it or not, and <laughs> just like yeah, and, set him in front of it at least. In, in the first half too, so I haven't seen the second half. I know it obviously takes a turn, but um, yeah. even his dad's like putting pressure on him from like you know he's still not even a teenager to be like you're gonna be like Martin Luther King, you're gonna be like Malcolm X, like oh really, saying like he was going to be a uh, a a leader in the African American community to like bring change, which like I didn't know he's that. a golfer. Like I know they can do a lot of positive influence, but putting this pressure on someone that young before he's even like developed a personality like yeah jesus like and i feel like a lot of that also gets put on lebron um and like he does a lot of good but yeah i say he's handled it better than anybody could have hoped he he does i and i think he gets too much pressure put on him but i mean he handles it well so good yeah i mean look if anything ever happens and they're you know they're having an interview if anything happens in the world, basically, that has to do with America, they go directly to LeBron for whatever reason to get a quote mm-hmm. about it. Um, even if it has nothing to do with basketball or the black community or anything, they're just... Or LeBron. Space Jam. Or Space Jam. <laughs> they, just, they go, LeBron, what do you think? Can you imagine mm-hmm. just having someone stick a microphone in your face every time something happened and be like, what do you think? Yeah. And we, yep. do, it, we do it voluntarily and we don't... <laughs> <laughs> we, we have the ability to to edit out what well, we 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 don't but just so people know this is all pure but if we if we had to we ha- would have the ability to edit out troublesome things we say and he doesn't have that oh, ability we're, oh we're not telling people about your your <laughs> lock your locker talk that i have to edit out every week not yet that's a <laughs> that's a different episode oh okay all right <laughs> all right man did you have anything on social that you saw besides that um no i think the we kind of tied the a lot of stuff into social media this week so i think i did have one but i don't know where i put it so oh, okay no <laughs> i've been so organized disorganized today we'll be back at it later tonight anyway doing oh wait you're not doing that one. no we'll do no it but i can't week. wait to listen to it are you, are you gonna like is it gonna be up by tomorrow i plan on putting it up either tonight or tomorrow yeah yeah it's probably good i'm not on it because it's having that many voices at once be a pain in the ass for you it's gonna be a lot <laughs> it's gonna be a lot but no it's you get some you get some heavy hitters coming on so it'll be exciting i do I, i'm keeping it it's gonna be a surprise as soon as i post it either tonight or tomorrow it's gonna be it's gonna be let me one. ask you one thing though do you have a, a prediction for the game like who's gonna win uh i mean he, me yeah i'm i'm going chiefs i yeah. I, I haven't believed in the bucks from the start yeah i think i mean it's before the place even started i put my money on the chiefs and i i think that's a safe bet. So. Yeah. Once it, once the season before it even got started, and I saw they had kept everybody from last year, it's like, all right, well, why wouldn't they win again? 
Mm-hmm. But it's like, who do I want to root for? Tyree Kill or Antonio Brown? <laughs> Let's see. Oh, yeah. It's... <laughs> but no, I do think the Chiefs are going to win, though. Uh, yeah, 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 for sure. They, I mean, good luck to the Bucks stopping them on offense, but, you know, mm-hmm. we'll see. All right, man. We got two hours of it tonight. Might be a two-hour pod. We'll see. Awesome. I can't wait. Yes, sir. All right, well, buddy, I'll see you next week, okay? Awesome. Later. Right, see ya.